Hey everyone, this is Matt from the Benvy Podcast, Success Stories Unveiled, and we have a very special success story here today. <laughs> I feel like we have a lot to unpack. We've got Amy. Uh, Amy, I don't even think I really know Hello. how to properly pronounce your last name. It's Munch. Munch! <laughs> yes. All these years yes. I haven't even known that. It's been five years, Matt. <laughs> is that okay? That was my next question. You've been yeah. a client for five, five years. Four and a half. Four and a half four years. Four and a half years. Yeah. yeah. And... So that was back at our Canard Street location? Yeah. Yeah. And do you remember, you know, you know, I always ask people, there's a, there's a big why or there's a big, like, today is the day that I'm doing this. This is the day, not any other day for whatever reason. Do you remember, like, the lead up and the conversations you're having with yourself that led you to um, join them? <laughs> I don't remember exactly. I, I started on my own before Evolve. Um, and it was, I guess, partly like a New Year's resolution thing, um, just kind of, I don't know if it was like, like I woke up one morning and just looked in the mirror and was like, who am I turning into? And uh, I need to do something about this. So, um, yeah, I just kind of started on my own, but then very quickly realized that I had no idea what I was doing and <laughs> I didn't know anything. And so um, just started looking for, you know, I needed help. And so just started searching around and found Evolve and came and never left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like we have so much to go over because for those listening to put it into context is you came, you lost how many pounds? Uh, I was a little over 50 pounds yeah. from when I started, yeah. And now yeah. you own the record for what? <laughs> in uh, So in um, uh, powerlifting, I have the record for uh, squat, uh, bench, deadlift, and total for all three of those lifts in a couple of different weight categories. And hip thrust, if they were to do it. If they were to do it, <laughs> hip thrust would be in there, yes. And I, and I do have to throw in for for real reasons, but also to, to laugh, is that um, you're like my country music friend at the gym, mm -hmm. um, but you also are the person who, you, who, you are my coach uh, at the gym. Yep. You told me that I didn't work hard enough in my workouts. Yeah. <laughs> and that is what pushed me yeah. to do better in my workouts and to set all my personal records. So you went from, you had the, the journey, and now mm -hmm. you have all these powerlifting records, and now you're a coach as well. Yes. And you have all yeah. of the certifications and the nutrition and yeah. all of the things. That, yeah, uh, it's like one extreme to the next. Yeah, which is great. Yep. And uh, among all of this is you're probably one of the best cake makers in all of the Nova Scotia <laughs> as well. Thank you. <laughs> so you've managed yeah. to do all of that while making cakes for a living. Yeah, which um, definitely doesn't make it easy and uh, and. Um, just to kind of add in there is that I do the cakes from home. So it's not like I can leave home and go to work and come home. It's, you know, in, I'm in that environment 24-7 and always uh, just surrounded by that, by the, you know, there's leftovers, there's chocolates around, there's everything all around. And so that was kind of an added little challenge for me. Yeah, I would not have the willpower that you have, but that is great. Um, so as a as a kid, what what was the childhood like? Was there athletics? Was there all that um, stuff? I was never like super athletic growing up. I was never, I wouldn't really say out of shape um, or not. I guess I wasn't in great shape, but I wasn't overweight growing up. I had always done a little bit of sports here and there, nothing ever long term, just kind of have a little bit of extracurricular activity. I, I think I played basketball one year in elementary school. Um, I did stick with cheerleading for about four years through junior high and high school. Um, 
but yeah, it was just kind of, I was never really serious about anything. Um, and so then when I finished high school and, uh, you know, adult responsibilities hit, I just didn't have time for any of that stuff and didn't make myself a priority and, uh, everything just kind of let go. So. And you joined, I guess, in your early 30s um, to yep, evolve. Yeah, I was uh, 32, I believe, when yeah. I joined. Yeah. So from you know the early 20s of early adulthood to then, was there anything going on for structured exercise, nutrition? Not at all. Not at all. I, I had like joined the gym like Good Life a couple of times here and there. Never, you know, would would go for like a month or two and then just quit again. Um, didn't ever realize how much I didn't know about nutrition until I started here. We all think that we know how to eat healthy, but like, I mean, I was drinking a liter of pomegranate juice every day. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Man, I haven't touched juice probably since I started here, to be honest. Not yeah. that, you know, not that you can't have it once in a while, but like, it's just amazing the things that I didn't know that I didn't know. Yeah. So were there, you know, it's probably a scary thing to join a gym. Like what mm -hmm. were the hesitations before you joined? Um, I guess, uh, just, you know, just feeling lost and like, just not, uh, not being able to stick to a plan, not knowing what to do, feeling like I'm going to look like I don't know what I'm doing, that people are going to judge me. Um, just, uh, yeah, it, it just never, it was just never a priority for me and it just, you know. Yeah. So a lot of people that join, um, they joined through a challenge or something mm -hmm. like that, and that's not how you got your start. No. So <laughs> what were the initial changes that you made that you feel like were contributed to the, to the um, initial success, at least? Uh, so when I joined here, um, A, getting a coach, like yeah. 100%, uh, just having some guidance with what I needed to do. Um, I think, uh, like, I'd have to say the biggest thing that made a difference for me was making time for it. Um, like... I always tell people like time management is a skill that has to be practiced and if you want to do something you have to make time for it and like just realizing that was a big step for me and once I kind of made time figured out what I needed to do um, everything just kind of fell into place but I would say nutrition absolutely was key 100 yeah. percent um, and and just focusing on how much I was taking in and, and learning like what different, you know, like how much protein I needed, for example. Um, and just kind of just focusing in on that stuff was, was huge. Yeah. yeah. And did you see, well, like, would you say that you saw fast success or did it take a little while? I, I feel like looking back now, I feel like it was fast. Um, to be honest, I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it. I never, I have no, I can tell you how much I weighed when I started here. I never weighed myself when I started. Um, I, uh, I think I, I don't know, I might have weighed myself like a few weeks before I started and then just um, kind of went with that number. I don't remember ever like doing progress checks. I know they happened, but I just, I don't kind of remember that part of it because I, I think when I joined, I very quickly went from wanting to lose weight to wanting to lift weight, and uh, just my focus changed completely. And I think that was a big part of it is when my focus changed. Um, I think the weight just started to melt off, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it came along with that. So, um, but yeah, I think looking back, I would say I probably made pretty quick progress. Yeah. Um, I just went all in right away. Yeah. And yeah. obviously enjoyed the feeling of getting stronger. Yeah. 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 So there's, you know, we got from, you know, the 50-pound weight loss 
and now mm-hmm. we're into weightlifting very seriously, and there's yep. different things. So you have different goals, and there's going to be different things that are going to take to achieve that goal. Yep. What is the difference now um, from the weight loss side of things, now that you have different goals? Um, food, big time, nutrition. Um, I look at my nutrition now as a way to fuel my workouts and fuel my muscles and my goals and make sure that I'm performing well rather than um, trying to control how much I'm eating so that I can lose fat, which obviously there's nothing wrong with that. Um, It's just a different kind of stage of the process. So that's probably the biggest difference, I think, for me is the way that I view food and the way that I view nutrition now. Yeah. So if somebody was listening at home and they were, um, let's talk about a couple of different parts. Mm-hmm. If they're just starting, like what would be your tips for things that they should focus on for all areas of wellness and health? Um, sleep, 100%. Sleep and time management are, are huge. Um, getting in some kind of exercise that you like to do. Um, and... Uh, I mean, I mean, nutrition is a whole other side of it. Um, but I would say with regards to food, just, like, fill up on protein and veggies and then add in some other things regularly. Um, you know, have some treats sometimes. Work that in because if you're going to restrict, then you're just going to end up back where you started. Um, so, yeah. And then you're in it. You know, you're down, your goal is 50 pounds. You're down 25, 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. things are changing, obstacles are coming, how do we overcome the obstacles, what are the obstacles, and like what things have changed? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I mean, I think the biggest thing is seeing like stalls in your progress, or not not necessarily that it's stalls, but it just, just realizing that it doesn't move in a straight line, and being able to push through those points where it stops moving, um, and just staying consistent um, is probably the biggest thing. Um, kind of where I was going with that was how to stay motivated because it's not <laughs> perfect. I mean, we're going to live many, many, yeah. many days the rest of our yeah. life. Not everyone's going to be great. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, I personally use different little tricks. Um, I, at one point, had uh, like quotes that motivate me literally taped up all over my kitchen. Um, every cupboard had a different, uh, had a different quote. Um, there... I mean, realizing that you're not always going to be motivated and you have to push through those times um, is huge. And then just finding the little things that are going to help you push through those times. Always reminding yourself of your goals. And, like, um, it's one thing to uh, kind of take it one day at a time because you need to take it one day at a time and focus on one thing at a time, one meal at a time. But you also have to be able to keep the big picture in mind, too, so that if you're having one rough day, you know, realizing that you're on a journey that is lasting, you know, the rest of your life. <laughs> you know, one day is what, like a point zero 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 one percent of that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just finding those little things that, that can kind of push you back onto the right track. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And your, let's say your activity um, each week, like what was that like during the weight loss side of things before the powerlifting? Um, so during weight loss, I was working, I started working out three days a week, um, just, you know, average full body strength workouts, uh, didn't really do a whole lot of cardio in between, um, just was never really a fan of cardio. I did try running for a little while and I know you run regularly and nothing, absolutely yeah. nothing oh, against okay. that. We're I, on the same page. I didn't, you know, I, I really tried for a little while, um, but it just wasn't, uh, 
just wasn't doing it for me. Um, so yeah, like strength training, like three days a week, full body workouts is what I started with. Uh, jumped up to four days a week, probably about, I don't know, three or four months in just because I was enjoying it so much and wanted to do it more. Um, and then when I decided to actually get into competitive powerlifting, then it kind of bumped up to like five, six days a week. Um, and yeah, zero cardio at this point. Yeah. So yeah. that's two good things to know is that you can get in great shape working out three or four times a week and oh, you absolutely. don't have to do a lot of cardio. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good theme. I like that. Um, yeah. And that, for, for those listening, it's, I love to run. That's always going to be part of my routine. Mm-hmm. I have to figure that out and manage all of that with my weightlifting where you and Mitch uh, don't like to run or really yep. do a whole lot of cardio other than Mitch likes to walk. So yep. um, there are many paths to reaching your goals. There are, yeah. 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 And you're seeing that now because you're coaching a lot of people, right? Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. And now, so they're in the powerlifting routine, so it's five or six times a week um, yeah. weightlifting. So a bigger commitment, but that's not yeah. always going to be everybody's goal is to become a powerlifter. Yeah, so, no, absolutely um, not. That's uh, just but again, that kind of goes back to my focus now is on building strength in specific lifts. Yeah. It's not, uh, not on weight loss anymore. Yeah. So. And you're yeah. learning about time management as you go. So yeah, now you just need much. to manage your time enough to be able to fit those workouts in. Yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, so, you know, busy busy lifestyle. I mean, can mm-hmm. you talk about your time man- management tips? I mean, you're an entrepreneur, so you could probably make cakes yeah, all day every day if you wanted to. I could. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually in like a suit, like right now it's like a super busy time for me. Um, so like before I started with Evolve, before I decided that I wanted to, you know, make myself a priority, I was not managing my time at all. And I was drowning in work all of the time and just like not, you know, just letting it, letting everything slide. Um, and so, then I kind of started planning because I knew that I wanted to lose weight and I knew that I wanted to look after myself more. So I had to make time for it. So scheduling in advance is huge. Um, I spend probably about an hour every so Monday is kind of like my weekend. Um, so I spend about an hour every Monday just planning the coming week. Um, I used to be, I still am very much like a write it down person by hand. Yeah. I did switch to an electronic calendar though. And I love that because I can like color code different things. I know, you know, when I'm teaching classes, that shows up as blue on my calendar. If I'm working on cake stuff, it shows up as red on my calendar. Um, so just that, and I mean, that color coding is huge as well. So um, planning in advance as much as you can, but also when you're planning in advance, leave some free time and kind of plan for things to go wrong. Um, decide what's going to be your priority every day and do that first. Um, I like uh, I like getting my training done first thing in the morning every day, just so I, I know it's done and I can just kind of focus uh, the rest of the day. Um, yeah, and and having food ready in advance too, like that's part of it is having your food ready because that's uh, it's so easy to make the bad decisions last minute. Um, you know, when you're too busy and you don't have time to cook then what are you going to do? You're going to grab whatever's quickest. Um, but if you have your food, even if you don't actually do food prep, because I'm not a huge person to do food prep. I cook my meat in advance. That's about it. Um, but I have planned in advance what I'm going to eat. So I know that, you know, when lunchtime on Wednesday hits, I know that I'm going to make a bowl with spinach and rice and, and chicken in it. And that's, you know, it's already planned. So it's already kind of in my head. Um, yeah, just like scheduling in advance and just planning for things to go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And previous to the journey, like when the journey started four and a half years ago to now, like what's different about life and what are the non-scale victories and the things that you're (laughs) enjoying now that you weren't then? Um, 
Oh my goodness. Um, I sleep like eight to nine hours every night and it's amazing. Um, I, I have, I shouldn't say like, I don't really at this moment in time, but I generally have more time to spend, um, with family and, and, uh, you know, doing things that I want to do. I can plan things into my life that I want to do. Um, I mean, lifting the weight is huge. <laughs> like, just being, feeling strong and feeling powerful and feeling like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like the go-to person sometimes <laughs> if somebody needs help with something or I need to move this or um, it's just, it's a very uh, like powerful feeling, I guess, Um is the word that I'm looking for. Um, yeah, and just feeling good, like waking up in the morning and feeling good and not feeling like, oh my gosh, another day. Like I look forward to waking up and working every day and doing all the things that I do. So Yeah, and it's got to feel good to be like a strong female role model. Yes, yeah. I Like I have a lot of young nieces and uh, I mean, oh my gosh, almost every time I talk to them, they're asking about my gym time and they're showing me their push-ups and their pull-ups and everything, which are really just like hanging little knee raises. <laughs> but um, yeah, just having that, um, I mean, that's huge, having them look up to me. Um, and uh, And also just inspiring others like I've just started the women's uh, strength training here at Evolve and like I it's amazing it's amazing and it's just such an empowering feeling to be able to share that with others and help other women feel the same yeah so for those listening that Amy does run a strength training group for for women here at Evolve and uh, we just finished the first six weeks and Mm -hmm. it went amazing and I got lots of great feedback so that will continue on forever and ever and ever um Talk about how to overcome, because you have, you know, you've had bad days for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to guess. I'm guessing. Yep. <laughs> um, so, you know, a bad day in a weight loss journey, and then you've also had bad days in your lifting journey as well. Like, how do you, yeah. how do you overcome a bad day and make sure that it doesn't um, offset you from your long-term goals? Um, so, again, like, keeping the big picture in mind is always big. Um, make sure that you have people in your loop that know what your goals are, that... Um, you know, can help kind of reel you back in when you are having that bad day and you're just, everything is going, you know, out the window and you're like, oh, why bother anymore? And um, always, always talk to people. Um, I mean, my coach, Alan, is, uh, you know, I had a bad morning this morning and we had a good chat just about how, um, you know, things have been going lately and just, like, always reminding me what my goals are. Um, And then just... Uh, I mean, you get in the moment of something. So, for example, I, um, you know, maybe I'm in the middle of a workout and I've missed my squats and it just, you know, I just didn't hit the number that I want. And, of course, I'm upset about it and I'm mad and, um, you know, feel those feelings, be upset about it, but then leave it in the weight room and, you know, leave, take a deep breath and just, again, just remind yourself of the big picture um, and that it's just one day on a long journey. And same thing with weight loss. Um, you know, maybe you go out to a restaurant and you eat more than you planned and you step on the scale. First of all, never step on the scale a day after yeah. <laughs> eating out at a restaurant. Um, but, uh, you know, you step on the scale and you're up two or three pounds and, and, you know, instead of going down the road of like, oh, why bother anymore? I may as well just, you know, call it quits. You've just got to, again, big picture it's one day you didn't actually gain two or three pounds of fat it's just 
you know, you've just got to continuously remind yourself of those little things. Yeah. So, I mean, you touched on a few different things, and two of them kind of run together. I'd say accountability and environment. So mm-hmm. um, keeping accountable. You have a coach. You are a coach. Um, yep. Any other things that help you stay accountable? Um, I journal my food every once in a while. Like, I, I uh, will journal um, just you know, write down, keep track of what I'm eating. I have a spreadsheet that I share with my coach and, you know, even like I said, just to be accountable, I'll just enter my food in that. And he goes in and checks it out every few days. And just, just because I know somebody else is looking at it, it helps me stay on track. Um, um, yeah. And just making sure other people know things before you're going out, you know, if you're going to a family barbecue or something, have, you know, make sure that your your family should be aware of your goals and what you're trying to do and you know they can hold you accountable because obviously you know enjoy yourself sometimes go to a barbecue and eat everything that you want to eat but sometimes you don't want to do that sometimes you really do want to stay on track um and so just making sure that other people know what you're after um and having them stay on top of you as well yeah i think that's huge i think people are more supportive than people think they are because they don't tell them their goals and then they think that they're sabotaging them but they might not if they are transparent with them and say, yeah. hey, these are my goals right now. This is what yeah. I need you to support me with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be open with it. And like posting on social media too, like staying accountable there. I was very like, not against social media. I never posted on social media like that I was working out or that I was trying to lose weight or, or anything. Um, and recently I've started trying to share more of my nutrition and food that I'm eating and partly because I want to share tips and help other people, but also partly because it keeps me accountable. Um, you know, if I'm sharing all of those things, I want to make sure that I'm doing what I should be doing. So, yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite country song? Um, well, I have a few, I would say nobody's girl by Michelle Wright is probably number one. Um, everything by Tanya Tucker. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, there's people that are absolutely terrified to take the step to do something that's very uncomfortable and something that's not normal to them. Mm -hmm. Um, what would your advice to somebody who's like really struggling with, with getting out of their comfort zone and, and making a change? Um, do the things that scare you. You'll always be glad in the end. Just break it down and take the first step. I was terrified when, like, when I first met with you, we did a little, like, 30-minute consultation, like, tour the whole nine yards, and I think it's probably, like, 10 minutes in, I knew instantly um, that this is where I needed to be. You've just got to take that first step and realize that it's, it is a supportive environment and everybody's here for the same reason. You know, goals might be different, but everybody's here for the same reason. So it's a community and, um, yeah, just take the first step, find a friend to go with you. Um, talk to people online first, tell people that you're nervous. Um, yeah, just do it. Like seriously, just do it. Anything else that you think is important to share? Um, you know, like I said, you've had, uh, you know, a unique, uh, journey where you've mm-hmm. gone from, um, you know, unhealthy habits to having a great weight loss story to now being the power lifter to now being the coach mm-hmm. um, and all of that while, again, making cakes this entire way. So uh, <laughs> anything I missed that's important to share, do you think? Um, find the things that you enjoy and the things that work for you. Not everything is going to work for everybody. Um, I very much had, you know, back in the beginning of my journey, I had that all or nothing attitude and for me that worked that doesn't always work for everybody you've got to 
you know, you can't go hard all of the time. But for me, I needed that. Um, and uh, it's just, yeah, you've just got to find the things that work for you. Um, experiment with different things. Maybe you try something and it doesn't work. I also tried rock climbing for a little while. I tried really hard to get into that. Oh, nice. This was all before powerlifting happened. Yeah. Um, I just was looking for something. Um, yeah, don't be afraid to experiment. Don't expect everything to be perfect right away. This is something that I'm still learning. Like, you just got to dive in and start and adjust as you go. Yeah, just don't be afraid of it. Just do it. Do the things that scare you. You'll always be glad in the end. Yeah. Yep. Everything's a lesson. That's right. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time. Thanks for Thanks having for me. being a good country music buddy. Always. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Amy. Thank you.